Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, this is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN with former Badger and NFL punter Brad Nortman. And Nortman, it's a fake. Great call and great execution. Not a Hawkeye in sight. Here's Jesse Nelson. Well, earlier this morning, Mark Tauscher kept saying it feels like Monday. He was confused about the Memorial Day weekend. So here's a way to make it feel even more like a Monday. It's the Great Dane Huddle, normally on a Monday, today on a Tuesday. From the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, the downtown location is your site tonight. And I am in for Alex Strope because he decided it was time to extend his Memorial Day weekend. My name is Jesse Delson. Alex Strofe will be back, we think, tomorrow. And just sleeping it off, you know, that'll happen. Brad Brad Nortman, former Badger punter, NFL, uh, played in the Super Bowl. Always love catching up with my friend Brad Nortman as we are live from the Great Dane downtown. Come out and join us. Plenty of room for you tonight out on the patio. Ooh. Gorgeous evening. Really, summer is here. Memorial Day this weekend. It's the start of summer, Brad. It it feels like it. Weather-wise, sun. I feel like something happens where it's like overnight. Everyone comes out of the woodwork, starts enjoying outside, me included. And it's, um, man, it feels like summer. There's nothing like a Wisconsin summer, is there, Jesse? I mean, there's nothing like it. There is not, and I think the Green Bay Packers would agree. Uh, (laughs) Let's start there. So Memorial Day weekend, I had fun. I went down to Chicago, went to a dad chiller party. I was talking about this on Wildey and Tausch on, uh, on, on Friday. Uh, so we, we had a, a friend of ours that we went to college with um, having a baby with his wife in July. And so wanted to have a gathering, you know, similar to a bachelor party. You go out a month or two before you get married. It's a great idea. And for this one, like, I think, honestly, it's more of a life-changing event when you have a kid. Because, like, I got married. It didn't change that drastically what our life was. So uh, we went over, had a fun night at his house on Saturday. Second Saturday rolls around on Sunday. We're out golfing, closing <laughs> down the bar, making friends on Sunday night. Living life to its fullest over this weekend. What did you call it? You called it a... Second Saturday. A second Saturday. Yeah. I a like it. Memorial Day Sunday, Labor Day Sunday. It's not Sunday. It's second I, Saturday. I like this idea of taking the bachelor party and bringing it then toward uh, <laughs> and embarking on having a child. This is a great idea. I might have to implement this in my own life. I, I, it seems to me like it would be the way to go. But anyway, we had a bunch of fun doing that. But uh, it's more about what the Green Bay Packers had fun doing this weekend. Because usually I would have been doing more of what they were doing. My wife's out of town. Otherwise, we normally we go up north, and we go up to the cabin in Crivets, and we go out on the lake, and we get the pier in the water, and we're hanging out. We're playing bags, and we're challenging to each other with stupid stuff that gets you know, filmed in various degrees. And sure enough, the Green Bay Packers were doing that this weekend up in Door County, living life to its fullest, basking in the sun, swimsuits, and then jumping in the water. A.J. Dillon, Jordan Love. 
Uh, Jonathan Owens, more known as Mr. Simone Biles, <laughs> as his wife, the Olympic gold medalist, was there as well. Uh, we saw the pictures, the videos circulating on social media. Brad, it just looked like they were having the time of their lives, embracing the northern Wisconsin vibe to its fullest. They looked like they were having a great time. And, you know, if you want to appease the, the Packer faithful and really make it feel like you're one of us, like you NFL players living in northern and central Wisconsin feel like we're one of us, you do something like that. You take your Memorial Day weekend and you spend it on a boat, you have some uh, reasonable adult cocktails, and you, and you race each other. You race an Olympian. That's what you do. You are Christian Watson and you race an Olympian. It, it's so cool to see. I love this youth movement that the Packers are establishing, and I know we're going to touch on that a little bit, but it's really cool to see because so much this team has been characterized by um, talent, but just painfully not not getting along, not not meshing when it matters. And it's just so cool to see them enjoying themselves. Now, it's easy to enjoy themselves on Memorial Day when no one's winning and losing and no one's, you know, money is on the line with the, the career. The, the occasional organized team activity taking place. That's correct. That is correct. But it's just, it's just good to see. I love the excitement. I love the enjoyment of one another. I think it's the ingredients of a, of a healthy team is being able to enjoy spending time with each other and making time for each other. And clearly they're doing that this weekend. I said earlier on, on Wildey and Tausch today, and they made fun of me a little bit, that I, I, I just thought it was fun. It was, I said amazing, which may have been a little bit exaggerated <laughs> looking back on it, but I, I thought it was just a lot of fun as a fan of the team to see these guys in the pictures and the videos that came from Door County over the weekend celebrating, having fun, just living life, and just felt like the, the vibe, almost like some of those 90s teams when, when you and I were growing up, Brad, yeah. when you, you heard the stories, and obviously they didn't have social media, probably a good thing at the time, when you had Favre and Frank Winters and Antonio Freeman and all those guys and the stories that you've heard about that team from the 90s. We just heard some of them last week. We were up in an outing in Wisconsin Dells and uh, Gilbert Brown and Santana oh. Dotson talking about some of the fun times that those guys would have. And, you know, those are some of the memories that you see from those strong teams that mm-hmm. have that foundation in place, Brad. Did you have teams like that, like the Carolina Panthers team you were on that made the Super Bowl, that Jaguars team that played in an AFC championship game? Did you guys have moments like this in Door County that you kind of felt good about the team after moments like that, experiences like that, that translated ultimately into fun throughout the season? Absolutely, absolutely. And I was lucky to be a part of a lot of good teams throughout my entire football career. My, My high school team, we went to state and lost. Two Wisconsin teams that won the Big Ten, lost in the Rose Bowls, lost in a Super Bowl. A lot of losing at the big game for me. But all (laughs) along the way, and and then, of course, Jacksonville losing in the AFC Championship game. But all teams had a lot of success. And all teams, I could identify guys that would be my best friends, right? That guys would be standing up in my wedding, and and they're my first go-to as social circle. Even though you're spending all day with one another, you're eager to go out there and spend the weekend, the evenings with one another, get together with each other's wives, and, and, and do things and do life together. It's a sign of a really healthy team. So I, I certainly had a lot of fun. Um, uh, we could talk about my time with the, the Panthers. And from, from like large scale as a team, we did a lot together. There was times when, so 
Khalil and uh, Jordan Gross, they were known for pulling pranks on guys. So, like, pranks all around the locker room. Um, with, uh, with Greg uh, Olson's son having the heart issue, he always threw a benefit. He rented out um, a, a country venue. He always have a country um, person come in and a VIP area for the team. So we just did so much together outside of the locker room. And then even at a nucleus level with me and the specialists, I mean specialists, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of a unique crew of people so a little quirkiness that's right that's right it's a special bond that you just cannot (laughs) recreate so i mean me and and jj jansen log snapper for the panthers still there and graham gano kicker for the giants Mm -hmm. uh now but he was for the panthers i mean we did a lot together we we would go out together we'd spend time with our wives together um jj and i actually in may one of the years we went to the uh Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting in Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, if that's not a nerd alert, I don't know what is. But that is depth, Jesse. That is absolute depth. What? Beyond the teammate. We did that. I thought we were going to get stories of, like, getting the boat out in Jacksonville. No, we went to a shareholders meeting in Omaha. Fun was had, Jesse. It was a blast. Fun was had. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Me and and Lexi and Graham and his wife, Brittany, we went to – uh, Blake Shelton concert had a great time, and another little known fact: this is one of Graham's like um, two truths and a lie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we're at this show, we're at Blake Shelton, we're in Charlotte. Graham and I had quite a few IPAs, we'll put it that way. Okay. And the ladies drove home that night. We'll just say uh-huh. that this is actually Labor Day weekend, right in the start of the season. We had off. Wow. And um, and okay, so he plays. <laughs> Last hurrah before he. Yeah, that's right. Before really black white knuckling it. It's a little right. easier. Yeah. And so if 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 the listeners if they go if they look up the um, music video to Blake Shelton's Neon Light, there's a the first like 45 seconds is like flashes of people at concerts. You will see Graham Gano and Brittany Gano, the side face of Lexi, and unfortunately the back of my head in it for like. Four seconds in and out of the Blake Shelton music video. You're in a music video. I'm in a music video. Graham's face is fully in it. I get the back of my head, and Lexi's half of her face. So things like that. That was a, such a fun night. So, and, and we were they, they were our go-to, and we were their go-to to do things together off the field in Jacksonville with with those specialists and those guys. We were always going to um, TPC Sawgrass, and the players was there, and and on time on the boat, and and going to breweries. I mean, it was just it was so fun. I want to see that in other teams. I think fans want to see that of their players. Oh, you would sure. like to think that they are friends, and this isn't just some working agreement. They're not just coworkers. They're more than that. Yeah, Tausch said this morning that you know it, people get the vibe sometimes. I think that you know all teammates are best friends, and that's not true. It's like any workplace, any mm-hmm. you know factory or anything that you go like. You're going to have the group that you're tight with, and then there's going to be others that it's like, yeah, it's okay, but it seemed like this party that was going on in Door County this weekend was pretty inclusive for just about anybody that wanted to be <laughs> part of it. They were all having a great old time racing Simone Biles and taking pictures with Christian Watson passed out in the hammock and <laughs> all the other fun that, that went down up in Door County. It's amazing. Now, Brad, uh, it's a Great Dane huddle. Jesse Nelson, Brad Norman live at the Great Dane downtown here on 100.5 ESPN. Alex G., our producer back in the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio. So you weren't an old man by any means. You weren't like Aaron Rodgers walking around on crutches in New York right now, not being able to you know, be you know, on the same level with his teammates. But you were a little older in Jacksonville. 
What was the difference in those types of, we'll call them team activities, but I don't want them to sound like they're OTAs. They're the fun stuff, the Door County shenanigans, the Blake Shelton concerts. Mm-hmm. Was it different for you in Jacksonville versus Carolina where you were younger and kind of part of that class of young guys coming in and trying to make your way before you had all that success? It was a little bit different. And, you know, I was the young one in uh, in Carolina, right? So I was the one that, you know, J.J. and Graham were a little bit older. I was young. But then it flips really quickly to where I'm the older one and the, the kicker and the long snapper of uh, – uh, Carson and Jason were younger, and there there was a bit of a dynamic switch to it. And what what's key is that look, if if you're married, maybe you have kids, and you're trying to get along with like a young single guy, right? The the social awareness of it, the leader in you would say, I'm just going to meet them where they're at, wherever that is, and hopefully the young one is willing to meet you a little bit where you're at. So it takes a little bit of effort, like any relationship, it takes a little bit of effort on both parties. So. I mean, yeah, there was music. I mean, I felt old quickly. You're talking about like new social media things coming out and, <laughs> and vernacular and, and music where it's like, wait a minute, I was the old one. Now you guys are talking about things where I feel old. But there is a certain level of, um, you know, you can be the mentee for a while and be poured into, and then it switches. And then you can pour into some other guys. And it's the guys that want to just take ownership of it, that are eager to do that. That's where it just becomes special. And shoot. As the old guy, you should want guys to keep you young. And as a young guy, you should want to grow in your maturity level. So it, it's, it takes some intentionality on both sides. But I could still, I could still hang with the youth. <laughs> the youth of the Jaguars, Jesse. <laughs> that was no problem. If, if you're saying things like, I can still hang with the youth, I don't know if you can still hang yeah. with the youth, Brad. It's, it's like that gif where uh, <laughs> that guy walks in, he's an old dude, he's like, hey, what's up, kids? And he's just an old dude dressed up. Um, hello, fellow kids. Yeah, hello, fellow high schoolers. Um, I think by the time I was released, I was the sixth oldest guy on the team. A shocking... A pretty sh- shockingly young roster was uh, was Jacksonville, but um, it was fun. It was fun to do a new role. I liked it, and I liked staying young <laughs> with the youth. <laughs> with the youth. It's a great day in huddle, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Delson in for Alex Strope tonight with the former NFL or the former Badger punter, Brad Nortman. Give us a call, 888, or excuse me, 844. I wanted to give the national phone number. Oh, oh that's a new one. 844-770-3776 on the ESPN Wisconsin Talk and Text Line, 844-770-3776. That's also where you can text the show Uh any fun stories that you had maybe up in Door County over your Memorial Day weekend? would love to hear. Did you run into A.J. Dillon and Jordan Love and Simone Biles and the crew up there? <laughs> 844-770-3776. Coming up on the other side, we talk about all these young players in Green Bay. Not one, but two Packers writers who I personally trust. Brad, I don't know about you if you ever met Tomofsky, <laughs> but there are two Packers writers who are asserting that perhaps the Packers' young players, those rookies, those second-year players, may mesh better with the quarterback this year than the quarterback last year. Is there any merit to that? We'll talk about it next on the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. The Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN 
and Wisconsin On Demand. In for Alex Strofe, my name is Jesse Nelson, along with the former Badger, the former NFL punter, Brad Nortman at the Great Dane downtown. We just got our food for dinner, and it looks fantastic. Brad's got a burger. I've got the classic Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Cannot wait to dive into that. But let me tell you about something exciting going on at the Great Dane, Brad Nortman. We might have to consider a Saturday morning special Ooh. for the Great Dane huddle. Brunch is back at all of the Madison area Great Dane pubs. Expanded hours and a new menu from 10 a.m. to 2.30 every Saturday and Sunday. What, Brad Nortman, would you say is the prime time to go to brunch? Because the Great Dane has brunch available 10 a.m. to 2.30. I lean shorter earlier in the day. I'm like 10, 11. If we're getting to noon, that's starting to feel a lot more lunchy to me. But I understand that people like to go to brunch at like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Oh, that's way weekends. too late to me. Way too late to me. I'm a breakfast guy. I love breakfast food. I mean, that, that's almost my problem. I look at a brunch menu and I say, I could get all of this. What am I supposed to do? So anything to tilt it earlier. With those, men, with those hours, I would be showing up at the Great Dane at 10.30. Yeah. 10.30 and milk it until noon maybe you have a mimosa at the end to really really top it off that is the signature thing that makes a brunch special for me and featuring specialty cocktails mocktails mm. and of course it's not brunch without a mimosa at the great dane with a robust brunch menu ranging from the classic daner's breakfast to the playa burrito mm, plus everything sweet and savory in between pick your pub and let's do brunch with the great dane pub and brewing company four locations we're at the downtown one tonight here on 100.5 espn so over the weekend article published on espnwisconsin.com where i love to do all my light reading brad and i found an article from espn packers reporter rob domovsky and the title of that article asserts that the packers young players may mesh better with jordan love than they did with aaron Rodgers. And then I see that at Madison.com, Jason Wildy, who writes for the Wisconsin State Journal, but maybe you know him from Wildy and Tausch, very well-produced show, weekdays 9 to noon. Of course, of course. on 100.5 ESPN. He wrote on May 27th, Jordan Love knows he must hone his leadership skills to thrive as the Packers quarterback. And he talks about meshing with younger players who may come around a lot easier to working with him than they would with the star-struckness that is Aaron Rodgers. So Brad Nortman, two esteemed Packers writers, both writing similar articles asserting that young players may mesh better with the young quarterback that they're out at the lake with over this weekend and that has come up kind of through the ranks with them and isn't a Hall of Famer already if his career ended today. Do you think there's any legitimacy to what these writers, Rob Domovsky and Jason Wilde, have said? I think absolutely there's legitimacy to it. I think they're right. I think he's going to need to be a leader. He's going to need to mesh well with these guys in order to start to bridge that gap of, of course, the initial talent and even probably talent in totality that Aaron Rodgers had that maybe Jordan Love doesn't quite have, or at least he's not there yet. Listen, if I'm a young wide receiver and I walk into the Green Bay Packer locker room and I got Aaron Rodgers, who is inherently private and snarky and kind of disinterested in me, how can you possibly mesh? With Jordan Love, he seems to be pretty reserved, easygoing, also young, also someone with something to prove. Um, every, everything points to him being the type of guy that these guys can mesh with. So I don't think there's any question that they're going to point to Jordan Love and say, he's my guy, I love him, he's, he's more than a teammate, he's a friend. 
Now, here's the question. As, these, as the meshing occurs and goodwill is poured into the relationship, it's, there's inherently going to be more patience, right? Jordan Love is going to have more patience with his receivers. Receivers are going to have more patience with Jordan Love. That's just how relationships work, right? You deposit into each other patience and, and trust. The question is, how long does that last before that trust is run out? Because at some point, no matter how much you and I are buddies, if you're getting in the way of our team's success or me able to have personal success, at some point it's going to run out and there's going to be frustration bubbled up. Now, we saw that very early when Rodgers was quarterback, right? He got frustrated with the receivers. The receivers got frustrated with him because there was no meshing. There was no trust. There was no patience. So the minute something went wrong, of course, it's already frustrating. We're tense. We're losing playoff games. It's not going to happen that quick to Jordan Love. I just hope it doesn't deplete fast enough that uh, they can sustain success. So I think they're absolutely going to merge more. I think they're going to have more fun with Jordan Love than they do with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't have fun with Rodgers. He clearly had a lot of fun at the, <laughs> the, the, the Taylor Swift concert. A lot of fun. Nice. A lot of fun. The two of them. He did. But I just think for that locker room, for those guys, to meet them where they're at, they're in it together. They're going to grow together. They're going to mesh better together. What do you think, Jesse? Well, it's the Great Dane Huddle, Jesse Nelson, Brad Nortman on 100.5 ESPN. I wanted to look this up. The definition of mesh, oh. lock together or be engaged with another gear wheel. Okay. So okay. I, I think of mesh shorts. Every, that's what I think of. Well, I don't think that's what the article was necessarily asserting, like <laughs> meshing, like mesh short, but uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to ask the mobster. Right. He's pretty bold. You never know. But here's why I wanted to look up that definition because you know you can speak to the football aspect for me where I talk about you know leaders guiding me through different competition it, it was band and we had two different types of band directors in my time we had one who was kind of the older guy more stern more about like you know I, I don't want you to disappoint me let's keep going he was very demanding very critical wanted everything perfect and then we had other ones that were like fresh out of college and they were young and they related to us better we meshed better with the younger directors that came through. But we also realized as a collective group of high schoolers into college, we could get away with more with the younger person leading us. Mm -hmm. We could make more mistakes. We could kind of goof off a little bit more, and it would be totally fine. So meshing doesn't necessarily mean that you become better. So if I'm Christian Watson, wide receiver one. Is he wide receiver one? Let's call him wide receiver one. Last year, Aaron Rodgers is demanding perfection. I know he's getting on me when I dropped that ball in Minnesota week one, and it progressed to the point where he was putting up, as Tausch likes to point out on Wildey and Tausch, Randy Moss-type numbers for that four- or five-week stretch near the end of the season where he was scoring multiple touchdowns week after week. He suddenly burst onto the scene. It was the reason the Packers almost made the playoffs last year. Christian Watson was demanded to get to a certain level by Aaron Rodgers, and ultimately he got to that point. Mm -hmm. Can Jordan Love have the credibility to demand such excellence where not only can he be a best bud with Christian Watson, taking selfies with him while he's passed out in a hammock, but can he also get on him if something's not working well in October and this team is a playoff contender like I expect that they'll be? And can he get him to that next point where not only are you meshing – by being on the same page and kind of being you know, relatable with one another. But can he get him to that point as a leader, as the quarterback, where he demands more from him? Is that the right way to look at that position and that dynamic? Well, you have to be the, le- the leader that you are, right? And, and Rodgers was a, and still is, a, a leader that is um, 
holds people to a high standard, holds himself to a high standard, tends to be a bit more on the critical coach you up kind of side. But you can be a leader by being shoulder to shoulder with somebody and being, hey, I'm in this with you. Like, let's get better together. Love will have a much harder time having any sort of credibility to coach up anybody else. Now, if you establish trust and he, he makes it known that, hey, I'm out there for your best interest, certainly they'll be able to receive it. Jordan Love at this stage in his career doesn't strike me as that kind of leader. I don't think Rodgers was at this. Could he go to Donald Driver and say, Driver, you're running the wrong route, all this kind of... I don't think he would have said that. I think it would have been a bit more... Um, and Now, this is Aaron Rodgers, so I don't, wouldn't doubt it. But then it was more on somebody like Mike McCarthy to come in and coach up Donald Driver hard. That's why I don't even think you can divorce the fact that Matt LaFleur's role is going to change very much for the Packers because he's going to have to be more of the... A disciplinarian, authoritarian, someone to come in and maybe coach these guys hard because maybe there isn't that voice in the locker room. So his dynamic as a head coach is also going to change a lot. So I would say to, to Love, just be the leader that you are. And he probably hasn't established enough credibility to be very hard on another receiver. That doesn't mean he can't meet them where they're at and be in it together and, and, and mesh together. But they should be expecting excellence from one another. And you can do that if you've established trust. So we've actually posted this poll on Twitter at ESPN Madison, inspired by these articles from Jason Wilde and Rob Domowski. At season's end, I like that, at season's <laughs> end, who will Christian Watson say he meshes better with? We're identifying mm. Christian Watson as the guy because he had one season as ultimately wide receiver one with Aaron Rodgers, and he'll have one season ultimately as wide receiver one with Jordan Love at season's end. Mm -hmm. If you're Christian Watson, as the former NFL player on the panel, how do you answer that poll question? I'd love to see more out of Jordan Love, but knowing what I know now, I think he's going to mesh better. Mesh in the way that we're talking about, mm -hmm. of like knowing one another and trusting mm -hmm. one another. Mesh better with Jordan Love. However, if we were to take a per game stat line and if that's what you're going to be used to, to dictate okay like proof is in the pudding proof is in the performance how, how did he perform with both I think it's going to be hard for him to top what he did on a per game basis with Aaron Rodgers and he will with, with Jordan Love now if he does that would be absolutely outstanding so but I think he would say I think he would say Jordan Love I think he will that's interesting. Why don't you check out our poll question? Also, if I'm asking you questions as Christian Watson, how did it feel to beat Simone Biles in a race over the weekend? Uh, I'm glad that I uh, held my own against an Olympian. <laughs> I guess that makes me an Olympian then. I guess that I deserve a gold medal in something. The Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. We're at downtown tonight, but of course you can check out any of the four great locations all around the Madison area. We've been to all four many times throughout the course of this year. Love each one for each is uniqueness, including this one mm -hmm. downtown, the GOAT, if you ask me. Coming up next, Alex Gravatt is our producer back in the ESPN Madison studio, and he gets these emails all the time. I don't know. We never even give out his email address, but somehow he gets these emails. <laughs> sent to him in a segment we like to call Gmail. We will review them next on the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. You've got mail. Great Dane Huddle, 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin on demand at the downtown Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Jesse Nelson in for Alex Strofe tonight, along with former Badger and NFL punter Brad Nortman. 
I am experiencing for the first time, Brad, the Nashville hot chicken sandwich at the Great Dane. It's amazing. Yes. I'm going to need more water. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's uh, the tongue's burning out. a little bit. I got to admit, I've had the wings before. I think the wings are a little more tolerable in smaller mm-hmm. doses. Oh man, it's a fantastic sandwich. Oh, but yeah. I'm not a huge spicy guy. Oh, and it's getting me a little bit. Yeah, I gotta admit. yeah, that'll so, do it. It's awesome. Uh, it's fantastic. Fries are incredible. This place is always good. It never oh, disappoints. What did you get over there, Brad? Uh, I got the steakhouse burger. Now, I showed mm. up because I didn't know what I wanted to get. I was like, this is going to be a game time decision. I sit down, and the menu that was given to me, I look at it. There's a check mark next to steakhouse burger. Uh, no other be- dish on this menu. It's a sign. I was a like, sign okay. sign if I've ever heard I, I need to look no further, steakhouse burger, because if, if, if you're listening and you're a regular to the show, you know I work my way through the whole yeah. menu. No repeats. So I've, I've hit a lot of my favorites so far. So I'm going to be, the coming weeks, I'm going to be exploring my horizons. And have to have like a tournament of champions in the playoff right. round here as we continue on in the summer at the Great Dane, with the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. Alex Gravatt. We like to call him Alex G. He's our producer back in the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio. Alex G gets a bunch of mail all the time, and uh, I don't know why people send him these things. Like I, You would think they would send them to like Tausch or to Strofe or to Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton. No, Alex G is the one who seems to gather all of the emails, and he presents some of the questions of the week to us in a segment that we like to call Gmail. You've got mail. As you said, Jesse, I've been getting a lot of emails, specifically over the long weekend. It was a good one. Um, and the first one, without any doubt, has to be Logan and Duluth chiming in with, what kind of cheese would you be if you could be any cheese? Jesse Nelson, you need some milk right now. You need some dairy to, to maybe <laughs> calm down that mouth. What are you thinking? What cheese would you be? What kind of cheese would I be? Uh, I'm pretty bland. Like all things considered, I, I got I got all my quirks and everything, but ultimately, I'm pretty versatile. I'm pretty bland in a lot of ways. I can I can be a bit of a chameleon. I'll go sharp cheddar. Oh, I was going to say sharp give me cheddar. Straight old sharp cheddar. Well, we can't both be. Sharp I know. Cheddar. I know. I'm going to have to quickly pivot. Maybe you're now. more sharp cheddar then. No, no. You said it first. I'm What's your change. case? What's your case for being sharp cheddar? Sharp cheddar. It's got just enough flavor to keep you wanting to come back, but not so much so that it's going to repel a lot of people. It's firm. I'd like to think I'm pretty stable. Um, and it's my favorite cheese. Uh, amongst my favorite cheeses. Uh, you know what? You can have sharp cheddar. Okay. I'm going to change my answer to uh, Colby Jack. That's the one that's mm, kind of marbly. Another good choice. It's got the, the yellow and the white, but it's also a little bit polarizing sometimes. If you see it on the little platter with cheese and crackers and sausage, people will be like, ah, give me the give me the plain stuff or give me the regular stuff. I don't want that one. It's got like a couple of different things. Yeah. So, oh, I'll, I'll nominate myself. I like Colby that. Jack. Versatile, too. I'm not for everyone, but I'm pretty plain, all things considered. <laughs> you guys are so boring. Those were you. Well, you what fought are you thinking, over the G? most split Bella Vitano, of course. Uh, why? Because I, I belong <laughs> on a board with a little bit of wine, you know. Maybe like it's it's, it's like tasty, any cheese, a little crumbly, but it still has that sharp the 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 saltiness almost to it. It's delicious. It's from my hometown, so it's an obvious choice. Uh, um, I, I, thought, I, I could throw another one in there. I don't know if it's me, but another one that's worth being on the cheese board now that we're talking about it, like a truffle, like a white truffle. A little bit of sophistication, but you know what? Every, everybody likes some truffle. Everybody like, I'm not saying I'm sophisticated. Let's get crazy. I'm not saying I'm I'll be the cheese whisp. Little, little <laughs> stringy, uh, circular thingy. Boing, 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 boing. Yeah, I'll be one of those. There. 
All right, none of us chose Cheese Whiz, and that's good. Yeah, that's um, good. Yep. Yep. So Kyle in Boston texting. I guess he's going through some stuff. Or sorry, oh. emails in. Uh, yeah, are frenemies yeah, yeah, yeah. a real thing? And have you had a frenemy? Brad Norman, we'll start with you. <laughs> I don't think you I have that. A, a frenemy, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, you're taking friend and enemy and put them together. Mm -hmm. But someone who like you're, you're buddies with, but you kind of butt heads a lot yeah. and almost like dislike each other more than you like each other. Is that I'm getting that definition yeah, right, right? Uh -huh, yeah. I don't think I have that. I, I'm not the kind of personality to really uh, like me. <laughs> yeah. To really like um, stir up drama or anything really. So I, I, I can't imagine. If I would never if if you and I really didn't see eye to eye, I don't know how we'd ever attach the friend side of it on. But I don't know. I'm pretty easy going. I don't think I have anyone in my life that I would consider that. Right. Thankfully, that sounds like a complicated relationship. Nothing fun about that. I have no one that hops into my mind instantly as being my frenemy, but I do believe that they exist. You know, there actually was one girl whose name was also Jessie, but she spelled it with an I. And she was in, uh, like, middle school with me, and we were two of the smarty pantses in, in, the, in a lot of the classes together. And for whatever reason, I think it was because alphabetically where our names fell, we always sat kind of near each other, and we would always raise our hands, and the teachers would call on us, and we'd both start talking at the same time, thinking that she called on us. Oh, it was embarrassing. Uh, so I got a little upset with that situation. If that's a friend of me, like, she was very nice. Uh, like, I would say we, we got along, but, like, we were naturally competitive in that way. You know, the competitive yeah. spirit, Brad Norman, it had me in seventh yeah, grade right. science class. You'd almost, it almost has to be a situation like that where it's a big group and you're forced to be together. Like, you're kind of forced to get along, yeah. but somehow there's an undercurrent yeah, of Yeah, like of Survivor, dislike. the workplace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm honestly a little surprised you didn't have one right away, Brad, like with, with just someone on the team here. Like, I, I just don't like him, but like, we're on the team together, so we're like obviously friends. Strofe? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, are, we trying to, are we trying to say names here? What are we throwing hands tonight? What do we got going on? <laughs> Start beef with Greg Olson. No. I will lose that beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got another one here from obviously Cornelius in Texarkana. Uh, every week. Yeah. It was, a, yeah, three days was far too long for him to wait to get in, in touch with us. Uh, if you could clone yourself and your clone would be completely sentient. An identical version of you in every way. <laughs> Would you clone yourself? Brad. <laughs> oh, man. These questions that you get emailed in, Alex G. Um, Why would you want to? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think... I think one Brad Norman is enough for this world. I, I don't. I don't know what I would do with another version of me. <laughs> with yourself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what would we? What would we talk about? Like, it would be so uninteresting because I would never be surprised. I would never be like caught off guard. We'd never be like um, expanding one another's boundaries. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I would, I'm if, good. Given the opportunity to either have a clone of myself or to talk to myself in the past or future, I would Ooh. rather talk to myself in the past or future than have another present me. Uh, the world does not need two of me. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Unless the other me is going to help me pay my mortgage. Yeah, in true. which case, like, if there were, you know, we he doesn't work need something out there. Um, the Prestige is a wonderful movie. But uh, at the, the fact that there's, like, cloning going on in that, spoiler alert, I guess it's 2006, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I love that. You're outside but of the realm of... The guy had to, like, take himself out every time he did his little magic trick because he's like, there's a clone of me that can only be one of me. Takes himself out. That would be excruciating. I don't want to do that. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, though, 
you could you could always be on, right? Because you could always send out one of the two versions of you to go do the social thing, go yeah. do the work thing, like go I'm do whatever. Staying home tonight, and someone else is resting. Guys, yeah. Can you imagine the energy that that per you, they would if if people didn't know you were a clone, you'd be like. Brad is just always on. He's always available. He's always ready to come. But to then my... you would have to like exchange notes after it because if it's a, a you mm. know in the premise of the question, G, right? This is its own sentient being. Once it comes to be, like I'm guessing it has all the memories until it begins to exist. But then we don't like instantly know what each other has experienced in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. Uh, I'm sorry, Cornelius. I don't the yeah. yeah, Cornelius. Cornelius will have to follow up on that next week when Strope is back. Deep thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I do not want to clone him myself. Yeah. There's a lot of complicated there. Mm -hmm. yep, okay, we've got time for one last one here. Uh, Sarah and Flagstaff, huge Packers fan, but unrelated to Packers at all. Oh, what's good. the. What's the best thing that you do not like? And her example is, is pickles. People love pickles. She admits they're probably good. She hates pickles. Uh, what what good thing do you not like? Brad, we'll start with you. Oh, man. Well, to go with the food thing, people tend to love tomatoes, and I despise tomatoes. Now, I like ketchup. I like pizza sauce. I like spaghetti sauce, but I cannot stand uh, tomatoes. That is something that I'm just not down with to go with the food. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like a TV show that people rave about. Like, I think people liked the Big Bang Theory. I was, I, I actually was going to say the really? Big Bang. It's I, on my list. Like, I've got like five things, but yeah. the Big Bang Theory was one of them. I tried to watch one episode. I'm like, this is dumb. I can't get yeah. behind this. So I'm sure there's more if I think about it. Those are two easy ones that are popular that I'm just not, yeah. not into. One that comes to mind instantly because I heard it on Scalzo and Brust earlier, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Oh. Just not my cup of tea at all. Uh, gum. You're not a gum guy? I hate gum. I, oh. I, I hate it. Yeah, hate, we are. Hate, double hate, loathe entirely <laughs> gum. If I could change one thing in the world, I would get rid of gum. Why? I, it, it serves no purpose. What it, an ice cold take. Other than... <laughs> yeah, so cold. Like, it, okay, so every other food <laughs> on planet Earth, it's socially unacceptable to chew and let everyone be aware that you're chewing it. But gum, we get to pop and smack and put it on <laughs> seats and f spit it on the ground, and it's totally acceptable. What? Why? What about like, like you just get to talk to people with your mouth full all the time, and it's just oh yeah, it's well, just a, a trident. Yeah, what? there's a there's a rude way to chew gum, but there's also like you know better breath. You, there, you should, there should be an enjoyment by the chewer. Like, have a mint, make him have a mint, have a tic tac. <laughs> so you're pro mint, <laughs> pro mint, pro all mint. for the yeah, because the mint goes away. Anti gum, gum will stay there for forty five minutes to an hour, That's which true. is also gross. <laughs> just think about it. <laughs> that is, I have heard some things in my life. I think you're I the first it. person that, besides like my seventh grade science teacher, yeah. you and well, you and yeah. I remember. Uh -huh. Hall monitor. Uh, Hall monitor. I once asked, it, I've told this story many times when the gum thing comes up. I was sitting next to someone, speaking of seventh grade science, it was seventh grade science. We were taking a test about minerals or something, and I couldn't concentrate on the test because the person next to me was just chewing and <laughs> smacking the gum. And I was a pretty good student. I went up to Ms. Moriarty after the class. I said, can I please come in after school and retake this test? And she looked at me. She's like, are you okay? I said, I'm just really bothered by the person that was chewing gum next to me. Oh, my goodness. And she didn't know what to do. And she said, yeah, okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I did. Wow. That was where we were at. Unbelievable. Yep. That'll leave a scar. That's like a core memory right there. That explains so much. It does. <laughs> 
the Great Dane Huddle on oh. 100.5 <laughs> ESPN in Wisconsin. On demand. That was Gmail with producer Alex Gravatt back in the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio. I don't know how Diamond Jim at Condon Jewelers feels about uh, any patrons that walk through his door and are chewing gum as they're taking a look at all the delightful earrings and uh, necklaces and, of course, the rings that are all over at Condon Jewelers. But it is a wonderful experience when you go there. That is where I bought the engagement ring for my wife. That is where I got my ring, a wedding band that I'm wearing on my finger right now. That is where we went. Jim's the best. You work with him. No pressure like you have in the mall or in the big box stores. Now you go in there, and he takes the time to find what fits your price range. He's got a great selection. Head on over. Condon Jewelers on the east side. Condon Jewelers on your side. Check them out online. Condon Jeweler. No S. CondonJeweler.com. Condon Jewelers. The jeweler on the east side. The jeweler on your side. And it's one of these days. Brad, you got to get on Strofe. So, yeah, when, when, when you get over there to Condon. I know. So he, 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 he believes, in, his, he believes in Jim, but man, oh, man, he's got to put his money where his mouth is. Start asking him that. Great Dane Huddle, 100.5 ESPN of Wisconsin on demand. What are we talking about next? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming up next, I texted Brad Nortman earlier today. How long can you go without your significant other? I, you would have thought this might have come up in Gmail. But, no, this was a question that I have for Brad Nortman, inspired by the life that I've been living going on two weeks now we will talk about that next and check in on our poll question christian watson meshing better with aaron Rodgers or with jordan love that's next as we wrap up the great dane huddle on 100.5 espn Great Dane Huddle, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin, on demand. Jesse Nelson, former Badger and NFLer, Brad Nortman at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown location. A reminder, brunch is back at all the Madison area Great Dane pubs with expanded hours and a new menu from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. both Saturday and Sunday. I love brunch. Can't wait to get here for brunch at the Great Dane. It's everything you'd expect from brunch at the Great Dane. What does that mean? Check it out Saturdays and Sundays at your favorite location, downtown off the square at Hilldale Mall in Fitchburg or on the east side. Head to greatdanepub.com slash brunch for more information. It's such a big deal. They built its own little landing tab. Wow. Greatdanepub.com slash brunch to find out more information and to find the location nearest you a robust brunch menu from the classic like the daner breakfast to the playa burrito and everything sweet and savory in between i love brunch get to get to the great dane pub and brewing company and let's do brunch uh i'd have to do it by myself if we go this saturday though brad uh it'll be day this saturday will be day 18 that i will be without my wife my wife becca went on a uh work trip followed by a birthday party up north that was a girls' weekend, followed by a two-week planned road trip with her friends. I'm on day 13 of 18, oh. riding it solo in the bachelor life. It's amazing you even have a shirt on. I mean, to be quite <laughs> honest, uh, it's, that, is, that is a long stretch. We, we've only had are, a couple you, of plant casualties <laughs> along the way. Um, are are you reverting back to single, Jesse? Uh, like, not like in heart, but like... 
mindset routine. A little bit. Watching you know. a lot more sports than I normally would have on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of time, you know, the guys in the morning, Wildey and Tausch, tend to tease me about it, watching things on the baby phone because <laughs> I got the phones pulled up. Like, Game 7 last night. If Becca's home, I probably got Game 7 on the phone. Well, Game 7 might be different, but one of those yeah. games. I'd have it on the phone while we're watching something on Netflix. Uh, this week, big TV's all mine. <laughs> last week, big TV's all mine. Hockey, basketball, <laughs> baseball, every night. Uh, there are perks to being on your own when you live in a relationship the way that we do. We are married. We live in a house. We, off, I mean, we, we spend a lot of our downtime. Like, we, we don't go, like, I'll go downstairs, you go upstairs. Very rarely do we do that. You're usually like, committed to ha- hanging out together. Yeah. So it has been different. My question for you, Brad, I've survived. Day five was kind of tough. Uh, day, day 10 started to get a little lonely. But I feel like I'm bouncing back now. I'm starting to embrace it a little better. How long could you go? Well, your your mine and Lexi's rhythms are similar to that. Like our, our time together um, is is our time that we recharge that we enjoy the most. And um, you know, so actually, when I was playing for the Jags during the season, the month of October, Lexi was doing modeling, and she was modeling in Greece, and she was there a month. A month she was there. So the only thing that kept me from becoming just an absolute animal and uh, <laughs> staying, staying sane was the fact that it was the season, so uh-huh. there was embedded routine. Yep. Uh, I mean, I was just pilfering food from the stadium. Pilfering. <laughs> yes. And just, you know, getting my dinners out of it and then just trying to distract myself. You know, like, I, I binged all the way through Game of Thrones uh-huh. until that point. Nice. I watched, like, the Godfather movies, like, all mm. the... All the man, and now Lexi and I have rewatched a lot of that stuff since then. But all like the man stuff, it's just you just yep. need time for. I did that, but I mean, it wasn't super enjoyable. I'd much rather <laughs> prefer my time with her. So I, I have survived a month, but I'd prefer much shorter. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't like I, it as much. I feel like a, a day or two is kind of the wheelhouse where you yeah. get a little break. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, maybe I'll go get some fast food tonight. Yeah, all right. Like, Stop by the Great Thane and you know, have a beer at the fellas. And, yeah. And, and then the next day, it's like, all right, let's get back to you know basics here. Totally feel the same uh, way. That's actually a hallmark. Cause, cause, well, I, you know, I, there was a time where, you know, Lexi still doesn't love Chinese food. And I used to love Chinese food. I, I still like it a lot, but I used to love it. And I, that used to be a hallmark. I'm getting Chinese food. But then the next day, I'm like, can you come home? <laughs> I see Star Wars is on TNT tonight. Maybe that'll be my oh, new Oh, good choice. Like uh, 88% of you say Jordan Love meshes better with Christian Watson than uh, Christian Watson meshes with Aaron Rodgers. Spicy. That's a lot of people. And spicy is. is the chicken sandwich. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on the Great Dane Huddle. Alex Stroff will be back next week. My name's Jesse Nelson. He's Brad Norman. Thanks to Alex G. This has been the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN of Wisconsin On Demand.